we welcome you all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Would you please take your seats before we enter into prayer. We thank God for the privilege of having to assemble in His presence to pray to Him and to seek His face to turn things around for us. Hallelujah. This prayer session we are privileged to have God giving some directions which we will follow. Amen. Father, help us. Let each one of us who would be standing here that you have selected be your mouthpiece and connect us to your very purposes and guide us so that your giving of the kingdom to us will be so manifested to honor you in the name of Jesus. Therefore, Lord, we are flexible in your hands and ask that you would speak and guide us, direct our tongue unto your congregation and unto ourselves so that when we begin to pray, you would answer from heaven in the name of Jesus. We are dedicating this period of waiting on you in fasting and prayer because you have directed us to do so. May you therefore, Father, glorify yourself in our waiting on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, so we start off with repentance. Um, very crucial. The things that sometimes fight against us and succeed to prevent us from receiving from the Lord or being in the flow with His Spirit are things most of the time we neglect. Praise the Lord. We don't see them as very, very important. We tend to look at different things and then we battle and battle, but those ones stand against us and does not let us receive fully what God has in mind for us. So tonight, one of the areas that as soon as we read the scripture and we look at things we will be praying about is respect to God's order of authority. Hallelujah. Right from the body of Christ, the church, to the nation, from home, children to parents, very, very important. These are things that one can easily neglect but can fight against us when they are not in order. Amen. I, by the grace of God, have been very privileged before God to notice something or been given with Understanding about some of the things that are fighting against our church because of a certain door. We would also be pleading with God. Because one of the things you would observe is that you can, in your setting, put everything right. But if something is against the entire church, 
it will serve as a ceiling, not helping us to penetrate as a church. And so it's very important that we deal with it. For me, my joy is the fact that God has been very merciful to us to show us, by the grace of God as the leader, show me some few of these things that are very, very crucial, that we ought to deal with it. Amen. And so we will move into the scripture, Revelations chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. Revelations chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. It says, To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works. And this message was to a particular church. Praise the Lord. It was not individual, but it's individuals that make the church. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Hallelujah. It's an excellent report about the church. Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left Your first love. Remember therefore. From when. You have. You have fallen. Repent. And do. The first works. Or else. I will come to you quickly. And remove your lampstand. From its place. Unless you repent. Praise the Lord. But this you have, that you hated the deeds of Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Amen. God was speaking to Ephesians church, the church of Ephesus. And God was pointing out to them a particular situation they found themselves in. Now, it was a, one of the beautiful churches in the sense that anything that had to do with the Christian faith, they did it all right. Praise the Lord. They were very hard working church, winning souls. They were a church that was loving, It was a church that did anything that anybody thought was right to do. But, for God to come out and to say, there is something in your heart, praise the Lord. That's what I want us to look carefully tonight. You see, what they were 
accused of was not something that was visible. Praise the Lord. It was inside their heart. So, if it had not been for God's revelation, brother, sister, there was no way that church will know that God Almighty has something against it. And for me, as a pastor, I thank God that one of the things that we should not neglect is to always seek the view of God concerning our church. Praise the Lord. And God has been merciful to us by showing me that one of the things that he has against our church is that many people are here, not everybody, who are very, unfortunately, arrogant in their hearts towards the word of God and towards his servant. And please let me clarify. I am not speaking these things to look for anything for myself. May God forbid. Praise the Lord. By the grace of God, I know enough word that if you even slap me here, I will give you here. So it doesn't bother me if you don't respect me and you are arrogant towards me. But there is God's institution. And any time people take God's institution for granted, they can be taken for granted. Hallelujah. So we need to pray tonight. And this sort of thing goes all the way to our homes. Children who are arrogant towards their parents. And I thank God that I see children also here. I want to tell you that. If you are arrogant in your heart towards your parents, sometimes it may manifest. Sometimes it may not. Are you hearing me? It may not. But the fact that it's in the heart, there is only one person who sees. For he said, as for man, he looks at the outward. But as for me, I looked at the inside. And so, when you have arrogance towards your parents, I want to tell you, no matter how you are living righteously, there is something against you before the Lord. And so children, take it up. Saints, we live in a country that sometimes some things may not go right. Let us also be even very careful how we talk against the authorities. Praise the Lord. We, it is not our place to castigate, castigate against anybody who is an authority. Amen. The truth of the matter is that that kind of behavior is called arrogance. And God should deliver our church from it. When the Lord showed me this, I began to pray. And if you remember on the 22nd of December, I came to preach a sermon. Little did I know how much effect it had. Of course, some sermons are very difficult to preach. Because sometimes people may give interpretations to it, thinking that because you are looking for something, that's why you are saying this. But I thank my God that the one who sent me made it plain to me, and I will rather stand with God and don't bother at all. Praise the Lord. And so brethren, tonight we are going to be praying for our church, and also at the same time for ourselves, in if I may say that if you are even a wife and you manifest arrogance towards your husband, it is time to repent. Praise the Lord. You are not saying hallelujah at all. Because you are saying that this is not the kind of prayer meeting I want. Pastor, I want us to, we can do, it won't end anywhere until we are led by the Spirit of God. 
Because you know how we are. We are charismatics. We love as if we can force God by saying, But I have come to see that when you apply the word of God as by the spirit of God, you will get an answer. Hallelujah. And so tonight, we will deal with it. Let me tell you something. That happened to the wife of Elkanah. Amazing story. You know that Hannah didn't have any child. We have touched on it briefly. You know that this woman was desperately looking for a child. And this woman had no choice than to deal with all respect to a backsliding high priest. But every miracle that happened in the life of that woman as I studied and the Lord showed me was it came from the backsliding priest. So when the woman was first provoked by the man of God about the way the woman was desperately praying. Now listen to this. He, she was praying in charismatic prayer. And God was never moved until his servant spoke. And that when the servant was even going to speak, the way the servant started it, he goofed the matter for the woman. Is this the little wine that we took that has made you become like this? The woman was so smart and said, My Lord, I pray that as you study Bible this year, every statement and every sentence must minister to you. Hallelujah. My Lord, I am not the woman that you are taken for as a drunkard woman, oh, but I'm a woman of a sorrowful heart. I need something. And that is why I am praying. And the Bible said, the man of God simply said, Ah, ah, is that the matter? Then the God of Israel should do it for you. And quickly, the woman took that word that was spoken by that man. And then she went. And what she did, which every man and every one of us must start doing, when you hear the word of God, just go and obey it and be happy. Hallelujah. She went and she obeyed it and she took a seat. Something the Lord showed me in that scripture. When the woman now has given birth and had taken her time to raise the little boy to a extent that there could be a communication and he was okay to do things, then she joined the husband and went to the house of God. Once again, Shiloh. And presented the boy. But I love many things that she said. When she presented her, the boy, when he presented, when she presented him, she thanked the Lord and blessed the Lord. And she said, this is the boy that I was standing here and I was praying and now you have given me and Lord, I bring this boy back and all of that. But let me just read a portion of the scripture to you. Um... Let's see. In chapter 2, she, when she brought the boy to the house of the Lord, she sang a prayer and worshipped the Lord in chapter 2 of First Samuel. It is quite long because we want to pray. I will not say much about that. But in the verse number 3, I will read from verse 1 to 3 only, and then I will go to the tail end, and then we will start. The Bible says, And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemy. Because I rejoice in your salvation. Amen. 
No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none beside you, nor is there any rock like our God. We will sing it when we are going to enter into. There is none holy as the Lord. In the verse number 3. Verse number 3. Then he said, Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge. And by him actions are weighed. Praise the Lord. This is where I want us to stand. That's why I started talking about if you are arrogant in your heart, it, has, it can be registered by God. So when the woman was talking and said, I bless the Lord. There is no one like him. He is that. He is that. Then by the Holy Ghost, he said, she said, one of the things we should take note is that we should not be arrogant. And I'm humbly telling you that take this matter seriously because the Lord is the one who showed what he has against our church. Amen. Some of the things, when the pastor, for that matter, anybody is preaching and you you think otherwise, you respond from your heart. He will not see it, but God will notice it. It is something we are going to beg God for in our church. The Lord, if you have so identified, like I said, the first day is only for repentance. There are some of us, we don't respect certain leaders. There are some of us, when some people are even very disrespectful to other people, we will, we will not be, but we will support them. We will be happy in our hearts that, yes, they should do it. It's arrogance. I'm telling you. And God said, it's a sin against this house. If you like, believe me. I will only tell what I know. So we are going to beg God that this sin should be removed from us. Praise the Lord. And another important thing that we need to do is this that I want to show you. When Elkanah and his wife, Hannah saw the boy and he has when grown presentable to be able to go and start taking the cup for the man of God and to drink. The Bible says in the verse number 11 of the same chapter, then Elkanah went to his house at Ramah. But the child remained to the Lord before Eli. Verse 12. Now the sons of Eli were corrupt. They did not know the Lord. And the priests, ah, if I do that it may be long. Let me quickly do it because I want us to have some time to pray. Let me say from verse 17, please. Jump to 17. Therefore, the sin of the young men, which is the sin of the sons of Eli, was very great before the Lord. For men abhor the offering of the Lord. The men abhor the offering of the Lord. Verse 18. But Samuel ministered before the Lord, even as a child, wearing the linen effort. Moreover, his mother used to make him a little robe and bring it to him year by year when she will come up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Now, this is what I want you to see. Verse number 20. And Eli would bless Elkanah, his wife, and say, 
The Lord give you descendants from this woman for the loan that you have given to the Lord. Then they would go to their own home. The verse number 21. Then the Lord, would you read that for me? One, two. Praise the Lord. Did you notice that the pronouncement of the man of God is the one that brought the miracle? Are you listening? Please, if you have ever disrespected pastors in this place, I want to beg you. The Lord has shown it and it is good for us to repent. Amen. Some of us have no scruples. And I beg you, it will not help. I am not the one who can change Bible. It is God's order. Whether the man is intelligent or he is not intelligent, it is not your business to intelligent him. Your business is to submit for the blessing of the Lord. When God was dealing with, when, when, when the brother of Moses and the sister of Moses became arrogant and they started working against Moses. There was a statement that was made by God. Were you not afraid to do or to say what you have said? So servants of God and children of God, I want us to know that the things that are preventing some of us from experiencing the kingdom of God, they are not big things. But I thank my God that by His grace, at least because of His love for us, He has shown us. Amen. Now what I want to say tonight, when we begin to move into prayer, I beg you, pray for you. Take your time and assess, Lord. Yeah, I believe that you will be able to identify to say, Lord, this matter you are saying is correct. You'll be able to identify it yourself and you'll be able to render. Sometimes we disdain people in our hearts, but there are no actions to express. And sometimes we say that if I do it this way, it will be too obvious. But God had already registered the matter. This year we don't want any trouble. So we want to go. First of all we will confess as a church. For being arrogant. And let me tell you. Some of us have not gotten to the full understanding of the way God works. You can call God in heaven. He will hear you. But if you despise the man that he has put there. It will not happen. You didn't hear that. Second Chronicles 2020. When Jehoshaphat, who was the king, I have two minutes for us to start praying. The army had come very strong on the people of Israel. And Jehoshaphat desperately cried to God in the temple and said, you promised us that when we have a problem and we come here to stand and pray, you would hear us. When God decided to answer, he did not use Jehoshaphat. He used his priest. But Jehoshaphat was so smart that as soon as the priest had spoken, the Spirit of the Lord jumped on Jehoshaphat and he gave a caution. And this is what we can read. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophet, and you shall prosper. 
Praise the Lord. So God does not do things by heart. He does things in order. And so this thing that God has graciously shown us, we want to pray to God and say, Lord, forgive me. I have never understood the scripture in that way. And brother, let me tell you, if you neglect the path God has created and you think you want to choose any other way, it will never work. Just follow the path of God. So one of the things that by his grace he has said very clearly is that he has somewhat against us. And it is an arrogant spirit. We can repent. We can be forgiven. And we can move on. Can we stand? Please. First of all, you can combine it, if you're a wife, that if the Holy Spirit so graciously gives you understanding about what you have done, even to your own husband, some of the indications sometimes that comes up. If you are a child, a son or a daughter, that you have sometimes been very, if you cannot please, you can sit in a fasting mood. But if you can, you can also stand. If you want to kneel, you can do that please. If you are a child, a son, a daughter, any authority that you have been very arrogant to. Tonight, please ask God for forgiveness and beg God. That you never knew that these things could stand against you. Therefore you want to beg God to remove it. If you have spoken against the ministers and the presidents and all of that. After all, what the Bible told us is that when we repent. Colonel yesterday leading us in the prayer said, when we repent, that is what will let God see to the nation. We have made wrong judgment. We have sized people up. Would you please be very honest and talk to God and say, Lord, thank you for opening my eyes to see. And then now you can also add your voice. That Lord, if you said we are arrogant, we are begging you as a church. Please forgive us. Cleanse us from this spirit and this sin that we have committed against you. And let us pray. Actually, if you can line up all of that for them, it will help to guide. And so, brother, sister, let us now go deep before the Lord. Let it be a very sacred time before God. And I tell you, brethren, I will not lie. I'm telling you exactly what I know to say by the grace of God. And I want you to take it up seriously. If you have ever been nasty to any pastor, leader... Anybody you have shown arrogance and disrespect, go before the Lord and let us repent. Husbands who have been disrespected by their wives, let them, let them re- repent. Children who have been very disrespectful and arrogant to their parents, this is an opportunity to repent. Even in the house of the Lord, that we have been even if not pastors, other leaders that you have been very disrespect and arrogant to, even in your own department, when you have said things like, who does he think he is? I beg you, God says that he has something against our church. And that is the spirit of arrogance. We want to cover all grounds and plead with God. Shall we pray?
Shakataria Baya. Lord, we plead. We plead by mercy. We ask for forgiveness for our church and for every one of us that you would forgive us in any act of disrespect, arrogance, disorder. We beg you. We pray for every household. My father, that the order has broken down and plead for mercy that you will look with favor. You loved us because you want to do something with our lives. From this year going forward, you have so graciously shown us. Therefore, we plead that even in our homes, the order does seem to be challenged. We plead for mercy. Where children have gotten to the point where they look at their own views, look at things in their own views, and neglect the sins of their fathers and mothers. We are begging you, Lord, that you will lift up the sin that is hanging over us and deliver us, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We are only pleading. Forgiveness comes from you. Father, even on our jobs, where some of us may have been very disrespectful to their leaders in the job, where you so graciously provided, we agree we have sinned. We ask you to forgive us and deliver us. As a church, we are standing before you. Oh God, any areas that we have been so arrogant towards even the leaders that you have set in place in our nation, the way we spoke and the way we did things, we are saying forgive us. We behaved as if we knew better. And we spoke as if we had all the knowledge. We are sorry. We are very sorry. Tonight we beg you, on behalf of our own lives and this church, that Lord you will wipe away the, the slate on our behalf, so that nothing will stand against us. This is our first cry to you, that you will look with favor and forgive us our sins, our trespasses in the area of this Honoring leaders and dishonoring authorities and dishonoring husbands, dishonoring mothers and wives, dishonoring seniors. Lord, we plead in the name of Jesus that tonight you will look with favor and forgive us. Oh, you spoke and said, let no arrogance come from any man's mouth. Yea, because you weigh, you weigh the thoughts and the imaginations. And so we accept that, Lord, you have even known it long before we even came to pray. We have done this thing for too long, but tonight we beg you. We plead in the name of Jesus that you will look with favor and forgive us because we want to have a good standing with you. We want to stand righteously so that the enemy cannot raise any accusation against us. Therefore, look with favor. Oh, my Father, you are able. We beg you in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Heavenly Father, that you have shown us this so that you could deliver us. That you have shown us this so that no hypocrisy can come into our lives. Ah, we beg you in the name of Jesus. Brethren, let's continue to confess our sins also. Sometimes we are different things at different places. And we are different at other places as well. That is called hypocrisy. We want to beg God to forgive us as a church. Any actions that we have taken that has been very hypocritical, misrepresenting certain truth, we want to beg God for it. Please, let's look at this matter that God is raising seriously. Let's continue to pray and say, Lord, forgive us. Thank you for showing us. Sometimes we present ourselves in a beautiful way, but the truth of the matter is that what has happened is wrong. Shall we beg the Lord? We talk evil against people, and when we see them, we smile. Oh, we backbite against people, and when we see them, it's as if we haven't said anything. Let's beg God for this sin. It's called hypocrisy. Let's beg God. My gunda.
Brethren, we continue in prayer. And we are asking the Lord. Brethren, sometimes we were in need. Sometimes we were in need. We prayed to the Lord. Even for a job, for a wife, for a child, for whatever good that we ask the Lord. For promotion, for a good, for a house. The Lord did all of this. And then it turned out that after we have received the goodness of the Lord, that thing took the place of God. You remember Father Abraham. When he was walking with God and he got to a point, God gave him the breakthrough of a child of his own loins. God had to come out and say, Take that your child, whom you love. Why would God say such a thing? meant that the position of God had been taken by the love for his son. We want to beg God. God may have done something for you, but somehow, brethren, check your own self. If that thing has possessed you so much that everything else had to come behind, including God, it is a sin before the Lord. Remember the scripture that we read. God said, you are doing very well, but I have somewhat against you. What I have against you is that you have lost your first love. We want to plead tonight. Some of us, we have lost our first love. It's all about our job. It's all about the interesting something that you have somewhere that nobody knows. We want to surrender it before God tonight. Shall we pray? Father, dethrone for us. Dear Lord, dethrone for us. Anything that we have made as a God and as an idol in our hearts that has taken place, your place, but somehow we seem not to even know it tonight as we pray. We pray to you and ask that that Isaac must be brought to the sacrifice. We are begging you tonight. Open our eyes to see. Lord, because you see all the secret things. The things that seem to have consumed us. Our own aims and aspirations. Sometimes, whatever we want to become had consumed us so much that the love for you is not there anymore. We are begging you. Show it to us tonight. However we plead. Dear brother, plead on this matter. Sometimes something may stand against you and you may not even know it. Plead that God will show you and reveal this unto you. Brethren, let's continue to pray on this matter of anything that has taken the place of God in your heart. Let me read the scripture to you in Luke chapter 16 verse 15. The Bible says in Luke 16 15. And let me tell you, it's one of the strong scriptures that were spoken by Jesus. He said to them, you are those who justify yourselves before men. But God knows your heart, for what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Probably a position that God has given to you has been so esteemed even by all men, 
but it has ended up at the detriment of you losing a spiritual standing with God. We want to beg God that any place we find ourselves that has blocked the fear of God and the love of God, may the Lord forgive us. It's so strong, Jesus said, anything, anything that is so highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Probably people have esteemed you in a way that is beyond our places down there. We want to beg God. We want to plead with God. Please continue to pray. Don't take this matter for granted. Brethren, sometimes some things are so esteemed. Some things are so esteemed in our generation. We, 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 we look at different, different things and make them as if that will make us. Sometimes we think that even it's education that will make us, we esteem that more than God. May we come down to it tonight and say, Lord, we are sorry. Sometimes we speak to say, but without it we cannot be promoted. But God said, promotion cometh not from the west or east. It comes from Him. We want to beg God for these estimations. Please allow the Holy Spirit to bring some understanding to you so that you'll be able to confess things that are standing against you. Let's plead with God on this matter. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we beg you, Father, look with favor, your forgiveness favor, and deliver us. Finally, brethren, we want to pray, still repenting on the issue of, you see, the Bible says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if any man loves the things that are in the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. Brethren, these are things that can easily take a Christian and make and siphon every good work in him. We want to beg God. Some of the things that we have loved and be so committed even to it, our own little, little things, things of this world that seem to have taken the majority part of our lives. Therefore, we don't have, we want to beg God and repent from it. Let's continue to pray on this matter. Lord, you are the one who knows this. Father, we repent generally. And if any of us does not even know would you be so gracious to reveal to us anything that from the world does seem to have captured us? Sometimes we want to become so rich that we don't care even about what you have said. We beg you in the name of Jesus. Sometimes we want to prove that we are somebody's. Therefore we want to fight to be able to get there. It is not correct. We are begging you tonight. We don't want the love of yours to be taken out and be replaced 
by the system of the world and the things of this world. Lord, we plead with mercy. We repent tonight. I'm asking you, dear Father, that you may forgive me of any love that I have extended to the world and the system of the world. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Anything that has taken place in my life that I have estimated is so high, I beg you, I repent tonight. And all of my brethren, we agree, Lord, that some things have carried us away. Oh, may you have mercy. May you deliver us. May you show us your love and kindness. Oh, my Father. Lama shakatakataya. Buguzukuturiba banderia. There is mercy with you. There is mercy with you. Therefore show us mercy. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Ambassadors, could you please be on stage? Still in the mood of prayer. I would want us please... With an open heart to the Lord, want to plead in a unison prayer concerning our church. And I want to beg you that as we pray on this matter together, please let it not be that you do not believe in it. Especially that which God showed concerning our church that I have made it known to you. We all want to speak this prayer before God in unison and in agreement and plead together as a summary. And so, brethren, we go together. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, admitting that we have sinned against you and sinned against your order. Therefore, Lord, as we come, having shown us mercy and revealing to us what you have against us, we admit it. We say, forgive us. As a church, having acted arrogantly, let the blood of Jesus Forgive us and cleanse us in the name of Jesus. Once again, Father, we plead that you would forgive us of any act of hypocrisy in your presence towards one another. We are sorry. We repent. Please forgive us. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, you know everything about us. In this church. In our lives. We do not want to cover anything. You said in your word. If we confess our sins. Without covering our sins. We shall receive mercy. Tonight, Lord, we expose everything about us and ask for forgiveness in the name of Jesus. Therefore, Father, let your mercy come upon us as your church, as individuals, as families, in the name of Jesus. Deliver us, O God, from sins in the name of Jesus any act of omission any act of commission we ask you to forgive us because we mean business with you we want our hearts to be cleansed the heart is deceitful sometimes we are caught in it please father Forgive us our sins. We repent tonight from every sin that we have committed 
in this ministry, in this church, even against ourselves. Tonight, Father, forgive us, forgive us, deliver us. Lord, in the name of Jesus, extend your mercy to us. Because there is mercy with you. And join us together in the spirit of humility to serve one another and to serve you aright. You are the living God. May you have your own way in our lives. May Jesus be glorified. And may we love one another. Therefore show us the way of the Lord. In knowledge, in spirit, in understanding, in the name of Jesus. Father, lift it up that we may be free to serve you in righteousness, in peace, in joy, in the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We bless you heavily, Father, for hearing our prayer. Wherever you are standing, begin to bless the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Ambassadors will leave it, lead us shortly in a worship song where service is coming to a close. But let us all be ready to just bless the Lord in this short moment of time as we sing together. Oh
mercy and bringing us to this crucial standing with you. We know that you want to do exceedingly abundantly with our lives. So you have found a way to get us to see and to understand what is on your heart. We are grateful. Lord, Tonight, even if we have sinned against one another, we repent even from that as well. And plead that you will show us mercy. Having repented, Lord, if there is any matter that against ourselves and one another, we ask for forgiveness. We believe that, Lord, your will has been done tonight. Therefore, we say thank you. We give you praise for what you have done for us. We have no doubt at all that men would see your miracles this two weeks that you have set for us. Because it is the faithful God with whom we are doing and we are dealing with. I thank you for one another and bless you for hearing us. In Jesus' name, Amen. We will quickly take our offering announcement.